Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Welcome. This is the Podcaster Community Show, short conversations that are not just about podcasting, because I like to take the scenic route. My guest today is Mary Hendra. Welcome, Mary. How are you this morning? I am doing well. Thank you. I So we do the little discussion beforehand where we kind of figure out what kind of mood we're in and what we're talking about. And we a lot of times when I ask people some preliminary questions to see what's on their mind, we end up talking about their stuff. Uh, the guests stuff. And then you also had questions for me about my community building and, uh, you know, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Um, so yeah. maybe today an interesting thing to start to start with would be to talk about spaces that are like adjacent. So concepts that are adjacent to podcasting, like I don't think either you or I were starting a podcast because we wanted to podcast or to become, you know, internet famous. We were starting because we wanted to share. I started because I wanted to share conversations. I wanted to create conversation spaces with one other person, create a space for the guest. Uh, I'm so meta, even this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm wondering, I know that you, uh, you took one of the Akimbo podcasting courses. That's how we knew each other. And now it's been a few months. And now to my delight, I'm just discovering that you are coming back to like, ooh, I think my podcast is now coming together. And I'm, I'm wondering if you can talk me through what are the things that drew you to podcasting? Like what did you um, initially either want to share through podcasting or what did you want to create for others by podcasting? Like what was the thing that made you come into podcasting? Yeah. Thank you also for inviting me to have this conversation. You're very welcome. Uh, so I, I've been fascinated by podcasting for a while. I, I like the form. I like the, in some ways, the intimacy of voice, of listening to people, um, but also the conversations that, um, you know, can be, can be those conversations that almost like you're coming into somebody's living room and hearing them talk a little bit and then getting, you know, then stepping mm. out in different ways. So I've been fascinated for, for a while and, um, tried to convince my my former organization we should do a podcast um and it didn't go anywhere um and so uh, with the with the pod, uh, akimbo podcasting course i thought well what the heck like i'm just gonna i i can make a podcast um and after i had signed up my future job actually said oh you could create a podcast for us I'm like okay great Day uh, day one to day two of the course, I realized I cannot do that podcast during the course because um, because I I like hadn't even started with them yet. I didn't and and that needed to be collaboratively built. It will need to be mm. collaboratively built. Um, so I started thinking at that point, well, like what could I do a podcast on now and. And instead of it being something that I wanted to share, it actually turned out to be something more that I wanted to learn, that I wanted to have conversations about. Um, and that's play in professional spaces. And I, I, I did a lot of iterations on like what the title mm-hmm. would be. And I, I, um, changed the title multiple times after having guests, um, talk about it because really like I just, I wanted to talk with people who, um, who brought play into their professional spaces in part because of the tension between like just the fun of play and the resistance from others saying, Oh, if you want to succeed professionally, you have to be more serious, right? You know, you need to, 
if you want this promotion, stop playing around so much, right? You know, like mm-hmm. there's so much of a dichotomy. So I wanted to learn. How'd that work out? Like, have you Fabulous. Have you started doing those conversations and you just haven't released them yet? Do you want to say the name of the podcast or you don't want to put that out in the public internet just yet? Um, so so what I intend to have the podcast name be, if I don't have another like, oh, I have to change it again, um, is lead with a dash of play. It's mm-hmm. a good name. Yeah. Um and and it's and the conversations have been fabulous. Everyone, um, you know, and and some people I had known a bit before, some people I had not known before. But doing the podcast um, interviews gave me like a reason to invite them to have that conversation, not just a like networking, you know, get to know you conversation, but but was a, like, can we really talk about play? How do you and, start those conversations? Like when you, you know, when you rope them in or flying tackle them or sign them up or schedule them or whatever, how do you, how do you go from zero to like good, what we call good tape? If everybody listening is a podcaster, how do you go from zero to good tape? It varies by the person. Um, for some people, I started with the question that I then moved to the front if I didn't start with it um, generally. And that's, when did you last play? That's a good question, but that kind of puts people on the spot because I think most people go. <laughs> well, well, think about it for a minute, right? For you, when did you last play? Oh, haha, I play every day. I have scaffolding on my patio. I just spent uh, five days in just the other side of the Charles from Boston and in Boston at a giant parkour event. So I spent like 40 hours in the last five days, literally outside running and jumping and playing. So yeah, I'm not, but I'm definitely, I love that. Well, and, definitely not normal. And, and, and Craig, like for you, right. When you, when you started at answering that question, instead of um, thinking in the meta of what it means, you smiled you relax your shoulders a little bit and you're like, oh yeah, I just played. <laughs> and for a good number of my guests, like that's what happens because it actually breaks it out of um, a formal interview. Like I'm interviewing you about this, you know, like how did you get into this and what is your coaching like, or what is your, you know, what do you do? What's the last time, you know, something mm-hmm. happened? How do you define play? Right. right? Those are big body questions, but when did you last play like that? That's our body that responds, right? Because we like, we have that visceral memory of when we played, whether it was with a child or it's outside or it was with paint. And mm. so it's just, is fascinating. And it usually comes with a little smile. Um, there was one person that I interviewed who was fascinating because uh, for a living, he runs games. So I was like, okay, this is, you know, like, this will be interesting. And I, and, and he very specifically said, well, we should talk first and then decide whether, you know, I'm a good fit for your podcast. I'm like, great, because I wanted to talk with him anyway. And so we talked and he said, I'm not a playful person. (laughs) I was like, you run games for a living. Tell me more about this. You have to be on my podcast. Um, <laughs> so with him, I didn't start with that. I actually, we, we did other things. We talked about some other things first. We talked about the company first and 
And for him, like that was where he relaxed in. It was like, oh, it's not about me. Let me, yeah, sure. I can talk about the company and I can mm-hmm. talk about what we do and the activities and such. Um, and then at, about halfway through, I said, you know, so when we talked before this, you said, you're not a very playful person. When did you last play? And then he laughed because he was, he was, you know, he'd gotten a little bit more comfortable. So then he laughed and he said, actually, I played this weekend. But that one, let me tell you about that. And it was, uh, so it, it was, it's, you know, great question at that point. But um, if the, it, depending on the person, you know, the start, the interview needs to start in a different place. I'm thinking about what we do as podcasters when we're um, in the, you know, people who are doing conversations, interviews, recordings, um, how we're trying to, uh, I'm going to presume, um, benefits, benefits, uh, presume good intent, never use a long word when a diminutive one will suffice. I'm going to presume good intent and say that everybody out there uses their powers for good. And we're always trying to walk the line between what I want out of the conversation and what I'm trying to capture, like, why are we even bothering to record, right? Why don't we just have cool conversations, Craig? Well, because I'm also trying to capture and share something with the people who I think are listening, if anybody listens. And I'm wondering, do you ever find that, so there's like attitudes you can go in, you can be like, I'm just going to go in, I'm going to press the record button, I'm going to have a great conversation without really paying attention. The microphone tech becomes subconscious and you can just ignore the making a podcast, you just have a great time, you hit stop and the magic trick worked again, um, is one way to do it. Another way to do it is to try and be very mindful about like, what's the energy level and to sort of be more intentional about the activity that you're doing. And I often want, uh, you know, wander between the two because I struggle with, oh, maybe there should be a story arc. Maybe there should be a three part. Maybe I should be recording material, which I know I'm planning on cutting one quarter of everything I record. And then the, then the guests get even better stuff. Or sorry, the people listening get even better stuff on the guests. So I'm, I'm wondering, what is your experience like when you're in the moment having those conversations and you're recording and assuming your experience is similar to mine and you're wandering between those two mindsets? Like what, what's it like to be in those mindsets while you're trying to have those conversations? I I will say I don't usually um, I don't usually go back and forth between the mindsets in the conversation because for me when I when I start in uh, once I've started in on the conversation I just love the conversation mm. and so um, so I I try to be a hundred percent really listening to the person. Uh, listening at multiple levels, listening to their words, but listening to what's just beyond their words, listening for their energy level, their, you know, the the emotion they're bringing to it, and really um, allowing us to go in those places. I tell my guests uh, that that ultimately the podcast will be probably about half an hour, but we'll likely talk for forty five minutes. Um, and that gives a little bit of flexibility. So I do do I do some editing and, and let them know that that will be part of it. Um, it gives some space for for the conversation to go off topic a little bit and come back, and then for me to decide whether I use the off topic part or not. Right? <laughs> the whole thing over. The off topic part is the on topic part. <laughs> exactly. So that you know, so it gives a little bit more space, you know, for that. 
um, if the guest is someone that I didn't know as well before, then, um, then some of that beginning part might feel a little bit stiff in the end. And, mm. and there are times where I guess at the, at the end is where I allow my mind to come back to something. So, um, there is, there's one person I had this fabulous conversation that was very like on topic all the way through, but still really fun. And we got to half an hour and I was like, I'm not going to be able to cut any of this. Like, I'm just going to end because we're not going to, like, the more I go, like, that's going to no. be an hour long podcast. Um, and then there, there's another one where I came back to a question that I had asked in the beginning. I came back to it in a, in a different way at the end because I recognized how different the energy was there at the end and, and that the response might be a little different. Um, and I asked it in a little different way. Uh, so it wasn't, you know, a hundred percent a repeat of the question, but, um, but it did give a, a, a different way to um, begin the conversation or to begin the podcast mm -hmm. by recording something at the very end. Um, and so, uh, so like at that point, it, it's almost like we dive deep into the conversation and really go there. And then as we're coming out, that's when the the second brain kicks in and says, okay, did I, did I, is there anything else I want to ask before I hit stop on the, on the recording? So many things spring to mind. Um, turn signal for left turn. What's, <laughs> the, what's something that's really surprised you um, like in the conversations, like, so I'm, I'm assuming you've had lots of conversations and now you're beginning to do them at a certain point in your life. You're beginning to do them by pressing record, um, which changes the environment. And I'm wondering what things that you have experienced within, you know, maybe you don't notice it till you're doing the playback and the edit, but what things you've experienced now that you have the, now that you've been recording conversations, how, what have you been surprised about? that's maybe been different to conversations you've had elsewhere and in other times. So there's been one pleasant surprise and that's that before doing the podcast, I loved, uh, I loved doing panel moderation. Um, and which was something that I did sometimes do for my job, sometimes on stage, sometimes in a, you know, small setting, uh, but not, usually recorded although webinars in during the pandemic shifted some of that and so there was some interviewing or moderating people on webinars but it but those had felt more akin to the in-person versions than to a podcast right at least in mindset so one one was a a pleasant surprise in that the the enjoyment i get from interviewing people and moderating panels like translated really well to podcast. And so that was a, that was a nice surprise. And I think it's why, like I, I beforehand, I'm like, okay, is my mic set up and has my technology and do I have all my notes and literally have like my questions and my, my extras <laughs> Google doc of questions and, and a glass you know, of water. I, I, I got some water, right? you know, and, and I'm, and I don't, I don't go overboard with questions, but I do have some core ones. And then I have some specific to the person that I, that I prep beforehand. 90% of the time, once I start talking, 
like I don't even look at any of those things and I forget that the mic is there or I forget to look at the the um sound volume um for like the first time I was watching uh, I had audacity in the background so I could watch the the sound volume while I was doing in zoom um once I get ta- get into the interview I just love interviewing and talking to people and having those conversations so um so all of the other stuff kind of fades away so that's mm-hmm. been a nice surprise yeah, podcasting is. I, I make the joke. People warn about rabbit holes. I'm like, no, no. The whole field is just rabbit holes. There's no field. It's all <laughs> just holes. Because there's a million. I mean, just when you have something figured out, it's like, ooh, let's try two guests, or let's try my personal. I love to do podcast recordings in person. I have portable gear, and I, that's like I love it. And the conversations are, you know, they're like regular conversations that you have with real people normally. Uh, so there's just so many things that you can get sidetracked on. So I definitely agree with you about it is nice to notice that you are, uh, I will say it's nice when I noticed that I haven't wrecked conversation. In other words, yeah. <laughs> I, I say, you know, when's the last time you had an awesome conversation? It was at your friend's house in, in the before times at your friend's house on a Tuesday, you go over with your favorite beverage. You don't show up and say like, I'm coming over at three o'clock and we're going to, we're going to be done by three forty-five, and yeah. it's going to be awesome. And we're going to record like, that's not how you normally cultivate great conversations. So I was pleasantly surprised to see that. Yeah. All that stuff didn't, not only did it fall away for me, but it doesn't actually get in the way uh, you know, if you just some bare minimum things, like if I'm in person, I, I give guests really comfortable, really good professional headphones. And the first time they approach the mic, they go, is this, whoa, that's on, oh my goodness. you know, and there's like 30 <laughs> seconds I'm screwing around, but then afterwards, then it's like, they just take the mic with them because they can hear themselves. So there's yeah. some little tricks. And I was always, I mean, now it doesn't surprise me anymore, but I was always surprised at like how quickly random people can fall into being comfortable with the strange uh, parameters and constraints that we add to the mix by like yeah. podcasting. So I just attribute that to like, people are awesome. <laughs> One thing I have discovered uh, is I have a loud laugh for a microphone and I'm still working on it. Cause I, I, the first one that we, that I recorded was with somebody with a woman I know who um, she's hilarious. It's just hilarious. So we we laughed so much during the podcast, which is really fun. Mm. Um, and uh, you know, the microphone just kind of blows up every time. I you right. know, like I have when I have an unexpected laugh, then it's this like cackle almost. And so I've I've been trying to get better at um, leaning back when I start laughing, so that it's just a little. <laughs> A little bit easier. I, turn to the I don't know if you have any tricks on that. <laughs> I was going to say, I turn to the side. So if people who've been on virtual recordings with me and in real life, I do the same thing. I put the microphone on the right, like 30 degrees off to the right. So that if I go, I just miss the microphone with the air. And then if I'm going to laugh real loud, I'll, I'll just keep talking the same. If I'm going to laugh real loud, instead of laughing at the microphone, I'll do this and turn off to the side. So you can hear how much the mic drops off just by me turning yeah. my head away. So instead of laughing here, I will laugh over here, which takes a lot of the bang out of it. Oh, but, in reality, but in reality, nobody cares because when I put it in Hindenburg, the thing that I use, I just turn the, you know, like, okay, this is this person clipped. Like I'd rather have the person not slam into the ceiling with the recording, but if they do, there's a thing to compress there and we just turn that on. It's good enough. Oh. Um, yeah. 
Cool. Um, well, uh, as much as I hate to say it, uh, well, how about this? Where can, we forgot to do this part. Where can people connect and uh, reach out to you if you, they want to find more out about you? Where well, can people reach you to find more about you? Jeez. <laughs> thank you. Um, the easiest way is I do have a website. It's maryhendra.com. And my podcast eventually will be linked to that as soon as it releases. I'm hoping that Lead with a Dash of Play will release in July with um, music that a friend of mine, I know. I know. <laughs> for those listening, it's July 1st, so that's, that's a challenge for yourself. Um, it is a challenge. It's, uh, and it's not entirely out of my, in my control because I'm, I'm waiting for a friend who is writing the music and I am so thrilled that he and his music will be part of the podcast that if it takes until August, it takes until August. Um, but, uh, but I think it's getting close. So, so, um, if it, if, if I do, you know, get the music and I would love for it to come in July, but, uh, maryhender.com will have the links to that. It also has, um, I call it my playground. It's like it literally on the website, it says playground and it's like, what's going on, what I'm doing. I always um, like to do some free events and then I run, um, cohort experiences that have a dash of play in them. So they are fun ways to, um, recenter on who we are, which is one of the things I believe play does is allows us to really be, um, be our authentic selves. And it allows us to, um, to step back with curiosity so that we can lean back in to society and re-engage with where we want to go with greater clarity. Terrific. Has become my catchphrase, I think, because <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So thank you so much for taking the time this morning, Mary. It was a pleasure. We've talked briefly before, but this was really cool to get a chance to sit down, stand up. I'm standing, you're sitting 20 minutes, so <laughs> a little bite-sized conversation. So thank you so much. Thank you.